Hey everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artist Podcast. My name is Rebecca. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, for this episode, if you are a new listener or a returning listener, thank you so much for being here. Um, cool. So, um, thank you for taking the time out of your day to hang out with me. Um, I think that today's episode is going to be um, you know, just something everyone needs to sort of hear, and it's gonna be, it's gonna feel weird, I would say, in the beginning, but you'll sort of understand as the episode goes along. But today, what I really wanted to just touch on was this idea that we need to start valuing ourselves, our time, and our skills. And I know that might sound crazy, and you're like, what do you mean? Of course I value myself and my time and my skills. Like, why am I, like, why, why are we talking about this today? Um, and I think it's because a lot of times, myself included, we're always like, oh yeah, I'm an actor, and or I'm a photographer, I'm a writer, I'm a singer, I'm a musician. And, you know, we're in this position where we would love to get our particular, um, our particular profession to be um, sort of like our main source of income, right? And, you know, we want to get out of the the bad, like, day job, survival jobs that we have. Or maybe you have a survival job you like, um, but you're still looking to get out of it. And this idea that, you know, we have very specialized skills, right? We've got very specialized skills. We don't particularly know, um, you know, there isn't really like a roadmap for that kind of thing, right? Um, because, you know, musicians have their own music studios. Um, actors have their own acting studios. And it's not something you can really go on to like, you know, Glassdoor and find out like how much to charge for X, Y, or Z. Um, there really isn't a roadmap. And I think that because there isn't like a roadmap for, oh, like I want to start teaching music lessons, like how much should I start charging at? Or I want to start doing photography and I want to do um, engagement photo shoots. How much does someone charge for an engagement photo shoot? I, I don't know. Um, so that being said, it's really one of those things that we sort of like, we'll say, okay, I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to start, you know, charging for my services and my time. And then I'm going to, um, you know, just sort of go from there. And then we get stuck, right? We get stuck at, oh, how much should I charge? And then we, like, find, like, we finally, like, land on a number, but we're not sure if that number is really, like, a good number. And then we, like, we'll go research and we'll be like, oh, this is, like, um, how much this other person in my area is charging. Ooh, I'm charging, like, way less than that. Oh, but she um, has, she's been doing this for longer. She has, you know, more experience. Or, oh my gosh, like, my prices are, like, really up there. And I don't know, like, no one else is, like, charging these prices. And then all of a sudden, you start to devalue yourself and, you know, your skills. Like, it gets, it gets a little crazy, I will admit. That's something that I went through when I started doing acting lessons. Um, I started doing them online during the pandemic. And I was like, what does, what, what should I charge for, for acting lessons? Like, I, I really don't know. And I looked around and I did the same thing. Um, I thought about who I took um, voice lessons from. I thought about a bunch of other things. And I always, like, couldn't quite figure it out because I was like, oh, well, you know, they are, like, they're a voice teacher. This is not necessarily voice. 
it's just like acting we can do some voice kind of thing and I was just like I was so stumped and I would go back and forth and I would like ask my boyfriend and I was like what do you think I should charge and he was like I think you should charge this and I remember thinking oh my gosh that's like insane that's so much and a that initial reaction of me thinking like it was so much for what he was suggesting that I charge, like objectively, especially for the area I'm in, it wasn't that much. Like it was actually pretty on par for what everyone else was charging. It was more so I just didn't believe in myself that my time and my skills were worth that amount of money. And so I started off offering, you know, acting lessons at a rate lower than what he suggested. And then as time went on, I realized, oh, so this is actually something that, you know, a lot, like these kids are getting a lot of value out of. And that means, and like, you know, I have so many kids right now that clearly this is like, you know, something that is, there's like a, a demand for it. So, um, yeah, I kind of figured out sort of by trial and error how much, um, you know, I should charge for, for acting lessons. And not to say that you have to do that trial and error because you, you don't. Um, but that's, that's what I ended up doing. And I just wanted to share my story with you guys. Um, but I just wanted to show you that it's okay that when you're starting out, if you just aren't really sure and you're looking and you kind of like land on a price, but you're not really sure if like that's the correct price that you want to go with, but you know, you, you start off with that that's okay. And I'm here to tell you right now, prices can change. Like if you set a price for something and you realize that, oh, I can actually charge more for this. Guess what? It is okay to charge more for that service. I mean, look at gas prices. They change literally every day. Um, I don't know where it is where you, how it is where you guys are, but I feel like gas prices are like kind of insane right now. Um, well, maybe not insane, but they're a lot higher than I expected them to be. Um, so... I mean, that's just one example, right? Gas prices fluctuate up and down, like, a lot during the week, or at least I feel like a lot. And then there are different gas stations, and get different gas stations charge different prices. And people go to all the different gas stations like they do. Um, so yeah, it's just, I want you to do a couple things. So when you've decided that you want to start using your services as a way to support yourself, right? The first thing you need to do is that you need to figure out what you're going to provide. Simple, right? Then you need to figure out a price for that service and or package. And this is where people get stuck because they, like, like, like I talked about earlier, they just get really, you know, mixed up in their own thoughts. And that's sort of where you come up across like resistance number one. And the way you push through that resistance is that you find a price that you are comfortable with charging and then you charge it or not you charge it, but like that's your price and you stick with that. And then you sort of see what happens and you get a feel for, you know, what, what sort of how it's received. People get stuck at the pricing because they don't know what to price their services at and they just give up. Like you can't give up. <laughs> Um, you're going to come across that resistance and it's also going to be some imposter syndrome because you're like, who am I to charge this much? Who's going to pay this much for my services? And I know this because that's what happened to me. And it's not just with my, um, you know, with the, um, like acting lessons. It's also with like a program I'm putting together right now. 
I, it was very much, you know, it's a beta program, but it was very much like, like I was figuring out a price and I was like, who am I to charge this much for this beta program? When like objectively, it's not that much. Like, you know, it's a good amount, but it's, it's really not the price I ended up on. And you know, it's a beta program. So like, I'm going to change stuff anyway. But if I had stopped at not knowing what price to put for this beta program, I, I wouldn't have moved on to actually getting it together and getting it off the ground and getting it ready for a launch. Like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened because I would have gotten too like, you know, in my mind and like, I would have froze. And then I would have been like, I I don't know. I can't do it. So that's something that I really wanted to just sort of touch on with you guys is that when you're starting to price your services and you're starting, like when you've decided I want to make an income using my skills and my talents, which, you know, 100% possible. I've got lots of, you know, um, other episodes on that particular topic. If you just sort of search back through the um, episode catalog, but that like, you're going to keep coming up against resistance throughout, you know, your entire journey as an entrepreneur, as a business person, right? Um, And I know that some people aren't necessarily wanting to turn you know, they're sort of like, they maybe have careers that they already really enjoy and they're looking to do something on the side. Like this can be applied to anything, not just for people who want to take their artistic skills and talents and, um, you know, just completely turn that into their income. Like this, this can really be applied to anyone for anything. Um, the mindset stuff and sort of what everyone experiences is pretty similar. So just moving forward, I want you guys to know that that is something that might happen and that is something that might pop up and you have to push through it. And the way you push through it is you just find something, you stick to it and you see what happens. And guess what? The world's going to keep turning. The world is going to keep spinning and you will figure it out. Okay. So once you've priced everything, and you've gotten that together, what comes next? So next, you have to get the word out, you have to market it, and that's an entire episode within and of itself. But the main thing is that you have to let people know that this exists. And the way that you can sort of do that, you can use your social media, you can post in Facebook groups, definitely check the like the rules and regulations though. Um, most of my clients that I have found have been on Facebook groups. And because I do everything online, um, it actually works out pretty well. Um, So there's that. You can talk to people that you know locally. You can um, just, it's really all about letting people know and making that connection and just letting them know you offer this service. Because maybe, you know, people have been looking for this service and they didn't know where they could find it. And if you don't tell them that you do that thing, then they're never going to know. And who knows, maybe they've been searching for like a long time and you're the only person who offers that service in your area. It could be a million factors, but I really think that, you know, it's important to get the word out and it's important to be visible with it. And being visible can be really tricky. I know I have issues with being visible with stuff. Um, but it really is important for you to get your stuff out there and get it known and, you know, let people know what's going on. So starting off with just, you know, your social group, your social media, the people you know, friends and family, start there. 
Okay, so we have gone through the steps of figuring out what we are offering, um, figuring out how much to charge, getting the word out, and then comes the actual time that you are talking with your first potential client. So (laughs) this is a feeling that I know all too well and that I'm still working through, but I want to let you know that the first time that you have a potential client, you know, you definitely want them to say yes to your service. You definitely want them to um, book you as their photographer, or um, you want them to, um, I don't know, um, book you as their musician at their wedding. So that's really exciting. And when you actually get into the specifics of it, you know, it's that feeling where you're just like so excited to be be doing something and have this potential opportunity and you have like all this like energy, but it's like good energy and it's good nervous energy. And, you know, you talk to them and then, oh my gosh, they say yes. And that is like amazing, right? It's a great feeling. You're like, oh my gosh, yes, I can finally do this thing that I've been wanting to do for so long. And then what happens a lot of times is you get like that high and then you sort of come down and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is my first client. They're going to like, know it's my first time working with someone. Like, what do I do? How does this work? Like, you're just going to go like, ah, this is where that next big resistance comes in. Where if you're like me, what's happened in the past is that I'll get a client And then I'll get so excited and then I'll get like super nervous about stuff and I get like analysis paralysis really badly and I'll just like not look at the email. I won't look at like the message and I'll just like, you know, let it sort of marinate in like my brain until I feel comfortable looking at it. It's, it's really weird. Um, maybe something similar happens to you. Maybe you're just like, yeah, let's do it. But either way, at one point or another, it's like that imposter syndrome is going to creep up again and it's going to, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, like who am I to do this? I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I'm here to tell you guys a secret. No one knows what they're doing. Um, maybe you figured that out already. Um, but yeah, no one really knows what they're doing. They're just kind of like, you know, going along with it, figuring it out as they go. And it's okay if you figure it out as you go along. Now, I'm not saying, you know, showing up completely unprepared and not knowing, you know, like not having your equipment, like don't do that. But the whole back and forth, the contracts, the, um, you know, the payments, like all of that can be figured out, but you have to go outside of your comfort zone in order to have that experience and in order to you know, sort of get to the place you want to be. You have to be uncomfortable before, you know, you can be comfortable with the process over and over again. I mean, think about, you know, a job you've had. The first time you walked into, like, maybe it was a shift or maybe it was your first day of work, you didn't know how everything worked, right? You had to learn and you had to learn the processes and you are processes. I'm not really sure, like, which is the correct Um, pronunciation, but you had to learn. You had to learn um, how the systems worked. You had to learn maybe new software. Maybe you had to learn how to communicate um, with so-and-so because they only, like, answer messages at a certain time, but, like, I don't know, something weird like that. It's the same thing when you're starting to offer your services. Like, it's okay for you to be figuring it out as you go along. And 
you know, there are so many resources out there. There are support groups. There are entrepreneur groups. Um, there are people who specifically do programs on this. And there's support out there and there's people you can ask. You just have to find the people. And, you know, if you have to Google, like, what's a good, um, like, uh, CRM software to use, then do that. Like, that's what I ended up doing. Um, and I think that, you know, just the main part that I really want you guys to take away from this is that for every, like, when you first start this journey, right, and you start wanting to replace your income with income from, you know, using your talents and skills, like, it's gonna be weird because you have the one component of, you know, your talent and your skills, but then this other component of actually selling your services, doing the whole business aspect of it, like, not a lot of people, I feel, you know, sort of teach that in the like, in the beginning. I mean, maybe they do in, like, business school or something, um, but this is under the assumption you haven't been to business school. Um, but just the main thing is continuing to take steps towards your goals, and you're gonna be uncomfortable, and that's okay. In fact, if you're not uncomfortable with, like, you know, trying out a new, um, like, reaching out to someone to work with them, um, and maybe you're, you know, still, like, working on putting yourself out there, if you're uncomfortable doing that, you know, as long as you're not, like, putting yourself in danger, feeling a little uncomfortable is okay. Like, I remember feeling uncomfortable the first time that I sent an invoice to someone, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so crazy. It wasn't even for that much money. Like, I think it was less, like, less than $50, um, which I guess objectively can be quite a bit of money for some people. Um, personally, I know that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that crazy and it was going to be okay. And I think that, you know, just knowing that you are going to come across this resistance and that's okay. And just telling yourself, you know, I'm a little, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure this out and keeping to take those steps forward and keeping to, and you know, just sort of promising yourself that you're going to figure it out, that's going to get you where you want to go than just like giving up. Okay, guys, um, that was really all I wanted to chat about for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed recording it for you guys. Um, before I go, I would love to chat more with you on sort of how you are and like where you are in your artistic journey. Um, if you want to chat, feel free to send me a message at artists as entrepreneurs on Instagram. Um, you can send me a DM there. I will, um, love to sort of like continue this conversation with you guys. Um, and before I go, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, the Empowering Artists Podcast Community. Um, I'm excited because I really want this to be a community for artists to come together. Like, yes, who, those who listen to the podcast, but like also artists, just artists who can come together and just like chat and support each other. That's really the main part of this group. So thank you guys so much. Everything will be in the show notes below. And I will see you in the next episode.